Welcome to Divine Discussions with Carly and Madison. Here you'll be learning ways to tap into your highest version of you, to create better habits, to find the inner goddess that's been hiding away. We are two passionate women who are borderline obsessed with self-development, with finding ways to live an abundant, fulfilling, purpose-filled life. By using our past mistakes and failures, fall-on-face moments, we help you learn from our experiences so you can better fast-track your way to living your life by design. We share topics like manifestation, self-development, mindset, habits, business, self-sabotage, time management, female entrepreneurship, quieting that inner mean girl, just to name a few. Stick with us if you want to tap into your truest potential and follow us for a real, raw, authentic, no BS approach on how to do life better. Attracting people like the female digital nomad looking to better her skills, the spiritual crystal hoarding gypsy who wants to better brand herself online, the stay-at-home mama who is trying to find her purpose again, the girl who is feeling stressed and can't seem to find the time to do it all. Or you are new to network marketing and need help with starting your business. You are not alone. We are here to help empower you, help inspire you, and remind you of your gifts and your power. We are your hosts. My name is Carly. I'm a Canadian girl living on a tiny-ass tropical island in Indonesia. I came from being an exhausted burnt out working two, three jobs at a time in hospitality to now working as a full-time wellness coach, network marketing professional, helping women from all around the world on how to run their business and life with heart and soul. Also a muralist, mentor, writer, blogger, digital nomad, from traveling to over 17 countries all around the world and finding any way to help other women feel as good as I do now with happiness, purpose, and legit waking up with excitement kind of life. And I'm Madison, another Canadian girl living in the lower mainland of Vancouver. I'm a coach, a mentor, and a professional network marketer. I'm a truth seeker, light worker, and a dreamer. I believe that every pain we go through is just a lesson in our expansive journey in this life. After experiencing trauma in my early 20s and embarking on an incredible yet terrifying healing journey, I wanted to find my purpose. Knowing I needed to help other women like myself in some way, I found passion in manifestation. I found alignment in network marketing. My purpose being to help as many women as I possibly can align with their own higher self and become financially independent. Join us every Wednesday at 9am and get to know us as we look forward to connecting and getting to know you. Hello, my loves, and welcome to another episode of Divine Discussions with Carly and Madison. Today we are on episode 26 and we were talking about the five high performance habits. I'm super excited to dive into this topic. Um, Today, I really want to kind of dive into Carly and all the beautiful things she has in her mind. She's got so much knowledge to share with all of us all the time. I really look up to her and I see the way that she performs and I see the way that she not only does business, but does life. And you guys, she's not messing around in anything that she does. When you go hard, girl, you go hard. You, 
your passion is just something so beautiful. I've seen you grow so much through the last couple of years and you're just so inspiring. So I'm so excited to dive into this with you. And I just want to ask you, like, what are some of the things, what is the first thing that comes to mind when you're really talking about high performance habits, when you're really, you know, working your business and you're, you're growing and you're experiencing, like, what are the things that really get you going? I love you. (laughs) You just made me blush. Thank you. Oh yeah. Back at you, baby. That's why we're here. Honestly, I just, yeah, I adore you and I'm so happy to be here, honestly. And this is good. I'm really excited for this specific topic just because I always, you know, I'm not always the best or I try. Um, It's more so I always strive to kind of perform at my highest, but you know, it's, we're always learning and growing. So, you know, I, I think the first thing that comes to my brain and I do have some notes here. Um, but when it comes to high performing habits, I think a big thing is clarity. Mm. And I'm going to get into what that means. It's, it's when you have clarity of where you're going and you ask yourself the right question questions when you're doing something or why you're doing something. Why do you want what you want? And having that vision, visualization, a knowing of where you're going and for me I really needed to get clarity on why I was doing what I was doing or why I have this goal and I always go back to my business and entrepreneurship because it's you know a huge importance to me to be successful in it because it takes a lot of blood sweat and tears to grow a side business to create that into a full-time income it can be it can be hard so a, I needed to figure out what my end goal was. What is the next five steps ahead? Like, what are some things I really want to dive into and the skills and everything? Um, but clarity is everything. It's asking yourself the right question. Always asking myself, is this working? And if it's not, <laughs> then redirecting my focus on how to get there sooner or faster, but also having patience with myself. I think that's a big one. You know? Totally. totally. Um, I mean... I love that you start off with clarity because, you know, I'm a big goal person and it's so important for us to have that clarity and know what it is we're going for when we are going for a goal or anything in life. We have to know what it is that we want. Otherwise, how are are we ever going to get there? You know, it's impossible. Yeah. Floating around trying to get somewhere. I mean, you might get there eventually, but yeah. And I love how you said too, like checking in and like reevaluating things. Like even when you start going on something, you might start to get more clarity and then you realize you need to adjust a little bit. Maybe you need to um, adjust those goals accordingly. Maybe something happened where maybe that's not in full alignment and you just have to switch things around a little bit. And it's so important to have that, you know, check in basis and not get upset with yourself when things happen. Just enjoy the whole process yeah yeah and it's not like counting everything as a failure right it's like no it's just this just needs redirection because mm-hmm. I could have done this differently or you know reacted a bit differently how can I change that for next time again it's it's the clarity of it and, and awareness um, but I do have four more things here but I'll get into the second one and I know you like this this part and it's just about how 
I find when it comes to high performing habits and in people that I see as well, it's they generate energy. They don't lose energy or they do their very best. It's called the discipline to do that. So what that means is kind of a lot of humans can relate to this where at one point in the day, you kind of crash a bit. You're, you have a certain point of energy, whether it's, you know, your night owl or it's all in the morning at one point for me around two, 3 PM, that's when I start to feel more of a downtime towards the evening because a lot of my energy is built up from like seven to 12 or seven mm-hmm. to two um, where I get the most done. And I think being aware of that is good to know where you kind of have those, you know, moments of lower energy, but high performing habit is generating energy throughout your day. So you don't lose it. Mm-hmm. Meaning taking a minute, a little break throughout your day, instead of waiting till you kind of feel tired, it's where you sit down and you can even take five minutes of meditation or breathing or taking a, you know, a dip or having a cold shower or finding ways throughout the day to keep your energy going. So it's more sustainable throughout your day so that you don't burn out and you don't lose it. You generate it yourself, but you have to find these things that work for you and, you know, splitting them up. So that's one thing. And again, I'm trying my very hard. It's been a bit rough for me this past month. I haven't been on my A game, but again, I'm honoring every phase. It's fine. But I'm, I get excited about these things because I know that I have more of a plan for a long term of what I need to do to snap out of something if I feel really tired or asking myself questions of what I'm doing differently and what I'm doing wrong. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if you have any comments on that one, but that's number two. Yeah, I would love to know, like, what are some of the things that like, what's the first thing if you're starting to feel that little like 3 p.m. burnout, starting to get a little bit, you know, tired, what's the thing that you jump to? I honest, I just love getting outside. I don't care if it's raining. I don't care if it, whatever the weather, like in Canada here, you know, it's easy to say I'm on an island when I live over in Indonesia and it's sunny, but and then we'll dip in the ocean, frolic with the coconut. Yeah, that sounds pretty nice right about now. I think it's raining right now here. <laughs> yeah, I like, you know, I get not everyone can have that, but whatever that is, honestly, that's my life. That's because I've created that reality for myself where I can go outside and dip in the ocean and go on my bike and like, you know, have the wind in my hair. Yeah. It's all nice. And it sounds great. But now I'm like, I'm here in Canada and I could easily be like, well, I'm not over there and I'm not in the sunshine, but it doesn't matter if I have a moment of lull. Um, you know, I say this to my mom or my partner, I literally am saying like, okay, I need a minute. I need to go for a walk. That's mm-hmm. my refueling is a bit of fresh air. And it, it can take five minutes of your life and you feeling re-energized. And sometimes I'll actually hop in the shower and the cold shower is just a game changer. Or if you don't want to take a full shower, I splash my face with ice cold water and it just wakes me the hell up. And these things really do help. Uh, yeah, a cup of coffee can help, but that causes burnout too. And it's not really sustainable for 3 p.m. onwards. Um, but usually it's refreshing. Water always helps me, whether it's drinking a lot of it or splashing on my face. Um, and even breathing exercises, 10 minutes of what I do Wim Hof. It's a 10 minute video on YouTube and it guides you through 10 minutes of your life and it has you tingling and feeling more alive. Um, these are things that don't cost a cent. Okay. These are where you can do it on your own. What about you? I love the walking outside. Cause that is like a big one for me as well. And then, um, I actually do shaking I love shaking if I'm really feeling like that down like lull of like oh my gosh I'm really like getting a little tired here a little bit over it and I'll just do a little shake I'll play some good music I listen to this (laughs) I listen to this it's this playlist on YouTube it's called tribal trap uh it's really I enjoy it 
it yeah anyways um <laughs> i love it can you like put it in the show notes as well so people can actually take a look hey i love it send it over <laughs> yes absolutely um that's what i listen to so yep cats out of the bag now um anyways and i'll shake i'll do my shaking exercises to it so um i don't know if we've talked about shaking on here before i'm sure we have but it's just literally shaking your body all around and like do some jumping shake 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 it, it literally just removes the negative energy and trauma that's stored inside your muscles if you do it consistently every single day like it really helps remove that trauma being stored um but yeah it also wakes me up and just makes me feel energized and really great like moving that energy around right um so i love that and it's also super easy you don't have to leave the house or anything yeah I love it. Yeah. I think movement too is obvious. And people say I'm too tired or I'm too this to, to move, but it's like a catch 22. It's just like mm-hmm. the movement will make you feel more energized. It really does. The more consistent you are with like giving your body that grace of, you know, moving it, releasing some tension, like, and like the shaking is amazing. Even dancing in your room for five minutes. Well, for me, I, I love runs. I go for runs. This energizes me. Some people hate running and I get that. Choose your bus. <laughs> you hate it. Yeah. Hate it. <laughs> yeah. Again, different types of people. You could choose what works best for you, but yeah, generating energy, huge part of high performance habits or else you give in to being you know tired and again honor if you're tired you need a nap go for it Mm. but I'm talking about if you have things to do throughout your day and you want to generate more um you know there's so many things we just gave out so do it okay so the next one is and I love this one because this is something I never uh used to apply before when I didn't really you know when I was on my journey still is figuring out you know who I was or what I wanted to create and wanting to be greater and it's raising it's raise necessity in what you're doing so it's more so attaching more reasons as to why you're doing something hence is to giving something more meaning Mm. and you know the big enough why that you have the bigger the meaning the more you'll more likely get it done and if it's more so outside of yourself as well you know I'm doing this for my child or I'm doing this for my mom or I'm doing this for the team Um, having more reason to do something is huge, but creating as a necessity instead of like a want or a need. So instead of it being like something that you just kind of want a lot, it's where you like high performance people use this as it's a necessity, like air to breathe or food or, you know, anything that's you need to live, what they want, their goal is a necessity. Mm -hmm. It's a non-negotiable it's, uh, it's, it's just like breathing. So that's a big thing. I think a lot of people don't do because they treat it like maybe a want, or it's like a habit where they try it. Maybe they want it, but then they get distracted. It's, you know, it's not enough. You don't want it enough. There's no big, it's not a necessity. So that's been a big kind of eye opener for me when I want to create more success within my business or my health, it's a necessity. It's not just a want. So I think that can resonate with some people. Totally. And I love that because it also plays into the law of assumption. So the the law of assumption goes hand in hand with the law of attraction. Whereas the law of assumption is assuming that you will achieve it or that it's meant for you in your future, assuming, knowing that it's just yours. I love that. And that is one of the things that a lot of people miss out on Um, when it comes to law of attraction, because they're just like, oh, I want this. I want it. I want it. I want it. But instead of thinking it's already done, it's already mine. 
yeah, it helps you on your track with getting, getting there because, you know, you've already kind of decided it's a decision. It's a decision that it's yours and it's there and you'll kind of do whatever it takes to get there. However long it takes, because it's just in the cards, it's just supposed to be there. And that can be hard for people because they lack hope or, you know, they're hard on themselves or the insecurities play out, but that's why a lot of these other things help right? With, you know, generating more energy and having more clarity. And these are the tools that help you with when you want to give up, you don't because you know, and you've made the decision that it's already yours and it is a necessity. So yeah, I I love that. I'm going to take note of that. That's cool. Um, Okay. So number four is increase, they increase productivity. Okay. So I have a couple notes on this one. So increasing productivity, it just means that it's, they increase productivity by finding the the necessary skills that they need to get to where they want to go and addressing what those skills are for specific long-term success and knowing that certain things, distractions that won't help at all with where they want to go and, you know, being disciplined with finding out there, like maybe the excuses, distractions of getting them off track. It's really identifying the skills that you need and practicing them and narrowing them down and practice, practice, practice and focusing on them until that they, you get really good at where, what you, what you need. And this helps so much. And it's finding, again, I think I said this earlier, maybe in one of our episodes, but it's no, I, it's good to have a long-term goal and a big vision, right? And that helps, but sometimes having it be, having it be super big and juicy It just means that we can get distracted and feel like, oh, I'm not even close to being there yet. So it's looking like only five steps ahead of you with the necessary skills that you need to get there and narrowing it down that way to not get overwhelmed. And that's why I like to do a to-do list of five things I want to get done each day, because then sometimes if it's more than five, it's a lot. And then I end up doing nothing at all. So yeah, and it's that's how you increase your productivity by narrowing it down with the skills that you need. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes perfect sense. Um, Because if you don't even know the skills that you need, you're kind of in this, exactly that overwhelmed state where you're like, how am I even going to get there? You need to take that time to like fill in the blanks as much as you can. Obviously, you're not going to know exactly step by step the roadmap, but you need to create as much of a roadmap as you can for everything, especially narrowing down to like day by day and you're set. Yeah. Yeah. It just overwhelm yourself the least you possibly can to be more focused one step at a time. Cause I know I want to do everything all at once sometimes, but if I'm just one task at hand, one skill at a time, even if I suck at it, that's the beauty of, you know, failing forward. You just have to go through what you need. If you're lacking skill in something, with our business, it could be like, you know, growing your network or, you know, finding your niche to figure out who you're even talking to and like who your ideal client is. And if you're really crappy at figuring that out, great. Okay. Now I know I, that's a skill I just really need to work on. And what do I need to do then? And then I kind of educate myself and take action and knowing that I'm going to suck a little bit in the beginning, but that's the beauty of it, you know, going through it. That's life. Um, okay. I have one more. I have the fifth one. Give it to me. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Okay. So the last one is um, something that I can resonate with because I've kind of had this a lot of, a lot in my life, even before I found more of like self-development and more of like coaching and being a part of our network marketing company and team. 
it's where it's called have influence. All right. So the most successful people out there, the high performing habits that most successful people have is they have this influence about them, whether they're trying to or not. It's because they work so hard on bettering themselves that they end up challenging the people around them automatically. So challenging people around them to think bigger, to grow bigger, to want to be better. And I always found myself giving advice to friends or them asking me advice on things before I got into any of this. And I kind of just was always excited to be healthier or be better before I was even more aware of myself. And I always kind of had this about me, not like I'm an influencer, but it's more like I influence others around me a lot. And people always ask me questions, but it's challenging and pushing others to want to be better in some way by asking good questions. If someone's having a bad day, instead of just being like, oh yeah, that sucks. You kind of, you know, I ask people like, well, you know, what are some things that you do want? What actually does make you happy? And I'm always challenging people, even like when I don't mean to, what about you? Yes, absolutely. Like, I think I've always been that friend that people would always come to for advice and for, you know, just coaching really, which is hilarious and makes perfect sense now, but it, it is funny and people do, they see what you're doing and they do get inspired and it helps them want to kind of meet you where you're at when they're around you at least. And that's that influence, right? Whether or not they take it home with them to better themselves and continue on with or not is up to them. But when they are around you, they feel that good energy where they're like, yes, oh my gosh, I want more of this positivity, this like, this is where it's at. And then you can see that shift in people as well. Yeah. And I can, I remember a few people I've met when I've been on my journey, especially in the first part is I've met some really cool people through my life who they just had this thing about them and they're just always in solution mode and had more or less a really good attitude and inspired me so much where I was so curious and I just wanted to get closer to them and ask them like just questions about how they are the way they are. I've, I have people like that who I've met in passing and it's inspired me. And it's like a kind of like a, a domino effect, right? It's, and it's the ones who are, are maybe ready to pick up on it, right? Not everyone will like that um, or aren't ready for that. But for me, I was just like, oh, how do I be like that? But it just gradually happened. And then I found people asking me questions where I'm like, no, do I have that energy about me now? Like I didn't quite understand it or believed it for a little while, but now I'm, I own it. And no, not everyone wants advice. And I try not to give it out too much if, you know, you read the room a bit. Um, but more or less people now gravitate towards uh, wanting to be better with me. And I'm like, okay, I guess I am starting to create that energy, that ball of energy around me. And I think that's super special. It may not, you know, it's hard to always have that but more or less I do have that more so than not and I think you do too you know where it's just exciting to be around someone who wants more and is creating more for themselves totally and like when I was really starting my entrepreneurial journey I spent most of my time spend hanging out with people that were much older than me and people thought that that was weird um like a lot of my friends that I like grew up with were like, oh, why are you hanging out with all these old people? <laughs> and I'm like, no, because they inspire me. They're where I want to be. And they were like mentors in a sense, really, where they had a lot of knowledge to offer me. 
And I think the fact that I did spend so much time with those people at such a young age uh, made a big difference. And then, you know, I have a lot more to offer the people that are coming to me and asking me questions. And because I took the time to get that knowledge and inspiration from others. Yeah. And then you're more excited to think, share it onwards. Mm-hmm. But I think the self-sabotage can kick in sometimes or that feeling of who am I to give advice and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. it comes, it comes with the territory, but I think the more humble you are and just saying, you know, I don't know if this is going to work for you, but more like sharing your story on what you've done. I think that's a great way to show influence because that's usually what those people do. The ones who I look up to, they're not necessarily saying you need to do this to change, or maybe they're more confident in that way but they're more so sharing of what they've gone through and what they've, you know, gone like the trials and, you know, challenges to overcome, to be better. Um, that's always been the, the case of how it's inspired me. So sharing your story and being excited to, you know, share your losses as well, to know that we're all human, but influences, I think, yeah, a, a big part of it. It's like a subtle piece to the puzzle and I'm sure that there's a lot more performing habits, high performing habits. Maybe we can do a part two one of these days, but I think that it's just a path that we all want to take to better ourselves and to study these people who have these kind of qualities and say like, where can I be better in my life? And I hope that these five things have helped and I'm studying them more and trying to be better every day and you know, just being easy on myself throughout the process. But yeah, that's that's all from me. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing those beautiful habits. I think that there's so much to take from each and every one of those habits. And even if somebody just starts with one, like you don't have to overwhelm yourself to start with one thing that you can, just like you're saying, right? One thing at a time. Don't overwhelm yourself. Um, but yeah, that was fantastic. I always love chatting with you. This was so beautiful. And thank you guys again for tuning in every week. We have so much love for you and we will see you on the next episode.